This episode will have a hidden message. So, let's talk about coincidences for a moment. Some people believe there is no such thing. Others still believe there's nothing but. Most of us lie somewhere in the middle. And most events in everyday life are the random moving towards entropy and the eventual heat death of the universe. But, every so often, something happens that you feel is fate, is destiny, was predetermined. Like this was supposed to happen. Sometimes, those things are good. Sometimes, those things are not so good. But there's a sense of meant to be. As for me, I don't know. You're probably shocked right now. I hear you saying, but Reese, you always have the answers. No, you, you weren't thinking that. Well, that's strange because you definitely should be. But I don't know. What I do know is that it's no coincidence you're listening to this podcast episode right now. That's right. This was meant to be. You know what else is meant to happen? You leaving a review on any and all listening platforms. And then sending an email to me at nameofthispodcast at gmail.com. And today, today is a day I've been waiting for. Today's podcast episode is going to be really fun. Really fun for me. We're going to explore. As always with each and every episode, or with most of my episodes, I always say something about thanks for coming to my little corner of the universe. Which is actually true. This is my little corner of the universe. And you you enter it. But we're going to talk about the universe. Uh, specifically space. We're going to talk about the whole universe, space. And I'm going to share some thoughts about space. Yeah, that's right. That's right. This isn't one of those, I'm going to talk about myself episodes. No. I'm going to talk about some weird stuff. So let's get weird and let's have fun. And let's let this music play a little bit more before we go ahead and get started. All right. Sound good to you? Let's go. Let's talk about space for a moment. Specifically our galaxy. The galaxy reside in the Milky Way. The galaxy reside in is thought to be one quintillion kilometers. Do you know how big that is? Neither do I. But for reference, Jeff Bezos is worth $200 billion. Give or take a couple of billion. So five Jeff Bezos would be $1 trillion. In order to have as many Bezos as there is in a quintillion, you would need 5 million Jeff Bezos. So, by any measurement that we can imagine, our galaxy, it big. It big. Guess how big the universe is? With the most conservative estimates being that the universe is at least 100 billion galaxies, it bigger. It much bigger. But what does all this mean? Well, in my mind, this means that life on other planets must absolutely exist. 
And since I'm going to be saying this a lot and talking about it a lot, I'm simply going to call them aliens. Apologize to people who don't want to be referred to as aliens or life forms they don't refer to as aliens. But for the sake of brevity and everything, we're just going to call them aliens. Although to them, we would be the aliens or whatever it is they would call us or even call or think or whatever it is they do. But what exactly would they call us? Oh, we're going to get to that. So back to it. I absolutely believe in existence aliens. And no, I'm not talking about the, they walk amongst us. They've been here. Some of us are like a group. Guess what? That all might be true or it might not. That's not the direction this episode's going to go in, even though it might in the future. What I'm talking about is I feel like I can say with certainty there's life on other planets. I believe they exist. So if they do exist, why haven't we met them yet? Well, let's explore that a little bit. We always say if alien life exists, why haven't they made contact with us? Many say they already have. But again, like I said a little earlier, that's not the focus of this episode. But why? Is it because we're too primitive of a species? Is it because we're warmongering and can't seem to figure out our differences? Is it because they're waiting for the right time, the time we've evolved enough for them, us to meet them? Well, the answer might be much more simple than we think. And when I think why, I think about us. We're human beings are a perfect example of it. Today, thanks to technology, the internet, we have a connectivity that we've never had before in this civilization. But that hasn't always been the case. Humans, at some point, at the, the, the very birth of humans, they must not have known there were other humans in other places of the world. Or maybe not the very birth, but you get what I'm saying. Only by exploring or discovering did they find that out. Only by exploring and discovering did were they able to find there were other races of people, no matter which race it is, no, even though race is a social construct, but until you saw someone of that different race, how would you know that they existed? If you've never come in contact with them before, you wouldn't know. Because they just do. How could you imagine what they look like? Why would they look like you? Why would they look different than you? These are just answers we wouldn't know until we got out there and explored. And explored we did. But before we had the capability to explore, there were groups and groups of people that didn't know about the existence of other groups of people and the many, many other groups of people that exist. The answer was, at that point, they lacked the faculties. <laughs> they lacked the capabilities of it. And there's nothing wrong with that, but you can't rush... You can't rush what the natural process of discovery is. You just can't. Things will be discovered in their time. So let's extrapolate that a little bit. The answer could be as simple as we haven't met aliens in this current time because they don't have the capability to. In this universe, it's entirely possible. Now hear me out. It's entirely possible that out of all the life forms that exist right now, 
we might be the most technologically advanced. Sounds disheartening, right? But it could be true. It could be true. The, the human race, the we could be the ones that will actually create the thing called space travel. Because we are. We're creating space travel. So maybe those other civilizations, those other species, aliens, maybe they don't have the capability to. Because we're so imaginative, we're always imagining aliens as these like superior mental races that have constructed things that are well beyond our understanding. But because most of us have not encountered aliens as we know, there's no way that we can prove that. Even with all the UFO sightings that we've had. We can't prove anything. We can't even prove those UFOs are alien in nature, not terrestrial. We cannot prove that they're extraterrestrial. Can't prove it. But thinking about how vastly big, overly big, way beyond our comprehension, how big the universe is, not only do I believe there are other alien species, for me it'd be hard to believe that we are the most technologically advanced species out there. If someone tells me in the top 10%, sure. But number one, hmm, find that hard to believe. But it is possible. It is possible because who's to say even if they have the technology that exceeds ours doesn't mean space travel is easy. Our current billionaires are finding out space travel is very, very difficult. What makes us think the other alien races wouldn't have the same issues, if not more? It simply be, could be we have not met other aliens because they don't have the capability and they're not thinking about us. They might not think we exist. And even if they think we exist somewhere, and even if they have the capability to space travel, they might live a hundred billion galaxies away. They, don't, they might not have the capability to travel to us. Their whatever device, ship, whatever they have might not be capable of that kind of interstellar travel. Did you ever think about that? No? Why? It's because you're selfish. You're too selfish to think about the aliens and their needs. You don't deserve aliens. Well, okay. We're still going to give you aliens. But think about it. In the way we think of aliens, we've seen them as bug-like creatures, as, as these organisms. We see them as little green men. We've seen them as many things. We've even seen them as humans. Which, honestly, human makes sense to me. Humans make sense to me. But that's for a completely different episode um, that I'll, I'll get into at some point in time. But I'll just say this. At some point, with the way we're going, we are going to colonize Mars and other places. We are going to colonize other planets. And by colonize, I mean we're going to live on them. We're going to live on other planets. We're going to terraform them or attempt to terraform, etc., etc. So even though the people that are born there and live there are human, they're not earthlings. They will be human, but they will not be earthlings. If you grow up on Mars, you're Martian. 
That's it. You're a human Martian. AKA, you're an alien to Earth because you're not an Earthling. See that? Aliens. They exist. Aliens will certainly exist. Maybe not in our lifetime, but probably not too far of a lifetime. But they'll be human aliens. For example, now we have people, our billionaires, wanting to go in space. What are they going to do when they get in space? People are going to be want to be the first to do things. So to be the first people to live on Mars. It'll be the first baby to be born on Mars. The first country to be to have people live on Mars. And who's going to decide to divvy those things up? I don't know, but people high, much higher than my pay grade and uh, capability are making that decision. But we've seen the movies. We know how that's going to end. I'm not talking about some strange alien popping up from the ground and swallowing everybody. No, I mean, the corporations and governments are going to figure out who owns what. And at that point, there's going to be overlords and billionaire overlords and everything. Elon Musk and Jeff Bezos are supervillains. We just don't seem to recognize it. But if this was a movie, we'd recognize their supervillainry. <laughs> like, oh, wait, no, no, no. Those guys are totally super villains. What is, what's going on here? No, no, no. We need to go ahead and... And I'm sure they're fine people. I'm sure they're not, actually. But what I'm saying is... Their space exploration is anything but altruistic. They want to be the first ones to galvanize it. To take it over. To say, well, I mean, my resources got us up here. And my resources are what keeps people alive here. So, I kind of own it. I, I may not own the planet, but I own the resources that that help uh, make this planet, help help terraform this planet for us, help make it habitable for human life. So it's kind of mine. And also, yeah, you guys have no jurisdiction up here. And my private army is as strong as your <laughs> government sanctioned one. And you have no jurisdiction here. So let's see. Battle in space. That's what it's going to be. That is what it's going to be. It writes itself. Tell me I'm crazy. You tell me I'm crazy, I will point to the many other conspiracies that are a lot less plausible than this one and say, you don't watch enough TV. You don't watch enough anything to see how moving, because that's what's happened in human existence. That's what's happened. Period. Past this prologue. Just remember that. So now... We have established that there will be aliens someday. I have some bad news, though. I have some bad news. Before there will be human aliens someday, there's going to be a lot of humans that die in the name of space exploration. Because there's going to be a number of failure to launches. There's going to be a number of died in orbit exploded in orbit there's just it's going to be a lot of that why because in order to successfully do space travel there's going to be a lot of trial and error it's going to be a lot of trial and error and that error is going to result in a lot of casualties all for the name of progress and science don't believe me just look at all the inventions that have happened up to there so far, with space exploration, there's been a number of deaths, there's been a number of explosions, there's been a number of malfunctions, because it's space. And space is a vacuum. 
you have to create things that are that 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 are that that can withstand the pressure of space and then like well okay we're going to have to not only th have things that withstand the pressure of space but can actually thrive in the pressure of space or, or at least maintain until they get to a planet etc cetera, etc cetera. then it's like well hmm how long would they have to live here etc cetera, etc cetera. so there's just a lot of considerations in there and before we get it perfect we are going to get it wrong over and over again but that's what people sign up for eventually it'll work eventually it'll be a thing and man is going to do what we've seen in movies but that's the problem man is going to do what we've seen in movies so back to aliens now i've already laid it out how there will be human aliens how there will be human aliens you can't say that doesn't make sense there's no such thing as human aliens there's resident aliens so there's going to be human aliens as well because they will not be earthlings they'll be earthlings by uh origin by 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 heritage but not by origin but whatever that doesn't make sense i'm not here to talk about the human aliens those are the boring ones i'm talking about the space men and women or other because who knows? Who knows how those organisms have evolved or how they were created. But the thing is, with the universe being so old, and so old and so large as it is, it's unknowably old and it's unknowably large for us. We can't just cut the universe in half and see how many rings it has. Because it's got, it's got plenty. It's got a bunch of rings. I'm sure if you could pull back on the universe, if you could go outside of the universe and look in and be like, wow, what this is, there's so many rings. But because it's so large and so old, it's unknowable to us. So somewhere in this universe, I do believe that another form of life, an intelligent form of life does exist. And I believe that that intelligent form of life as perhaps the means and capability or they will one day of contacting us in a meaningful way and here is where you're going to hear something crazy controversial from me i absolutely believe they exist i have zero and i mean zero desire in meeting them i don't want to meet them at all i don't want to know they exist i don't want to interact with them and the reason why it's not because of them, but it is 100% because of us. Famous physicist, very famous physicist, um, noted genius and all around just amazing mind, Stephen Hawking, right? Believed in aliens. And often he spoke about his fears that an advanced alien civilization would have no problem or hesitation wiping out the human race and liken to the human race wiping out a colony of ants. And I couldn't agree with that sentiment more. If they could, if there is a advanced race and we're not that advanced race, like in human beings aren't at the top of that, then it could, it's probably going to be a very long day in the office for us. And here's why. Look at human civilization. Look at how we mistreat each other and ourselves 
based on things that we know are just social constructs. Or at least a lot of us know that. Some of us don't don't believe that. And, I, you know, for those of us don't, I don't know what to tell you. Still love you anyway, but it's just we disagree. But largely, human beings are the same. We have the same DNA that's separated by almost nothing, etc., etc. We can breed with each other. Long story short, what, what else am I going to tell you? But looking at human beings, especially in this current iteration, if there's ever been a previous iteration or anything, groups have done each other so dirty. You think about it. It's been uh, slavery, uh, massacre, um, just genocide, all the sides, all of it. Experimentation, um, purposely giving groups diseases, um, rape, pillage, plunder, rape, pillage, plunder, wash, rinse, repeat. It's been kind of the hallmark of humanity for a minute now. Wars, just that that's how like just subjugation of village and after village after village after town after city after group whatever you want to name it we don't have the greatest track record so let's imagine an advanced alien race advanced alien race right but they're a peaceful group they're a peaceful group it's a advanced alien race but they're a peaceful group because stephen hawking or, or that idea that because we would be evil, they, or we've been evil, they would be evil. That's a very human way of looking at things. Those other groups might not have those problems. Why do they think, why do we think they would? That's a very myopic way of looking at it. They might not have that issue at all. Because there are certain groups that of humans that didn't have those type of issues, and yet... When you come in and change things, then all of a sudden you make it that group's issue. But let's say these aliens love what we consider to be peace. Let's say these aliens are just explorers and they just want to meet whoever else is in the galaxy or not the galaxy, but the universe, because technically we're all, we all live in this universe. So we're neighbors. Let's say they're peace loving. That would probably be the worst thing that could happen for us, right? Because here's, here's, here's the truth of the matter. Let's say, let's say that alien race sends an envoy or even a convoy with a small number of representatives, just a small number of representatives. If we can get away with it, this is what is going to happen to those aliens. At least a couple of them. We are going to try to capture them. We're going to try to capture them. Why? For experimentation. Not only experimentation, but specifically for vivisection and bisection. If you're wondering what either are, then you didn't take biology class. Well, I took biology class, but I never got to do anything to either. Because vivisection would be cruel. Vivisection is performing live operations for the purpose of experimentation or scientific research. Bisection is when they're dead. But 
we would certainly do that to our alien visitors. Why? Because we have to know what they are capable of. We have to know if they could be cut. We have to know if they could be killed. We have to know it. Why? Because that's in our nature. This is something that is foreign to us. And because it's foreign, it is dangerous. It might be deadly. We have to see about it. We have to know about its physiology. We have to know about its biology. We have to know about its makeup. We have to know about its characteristics. We have to know what it can do to hurt us. We have to know what we can do to hurt it. That is the nature of what dominates our society today. So this is what absolutely they would try to do to aliens. It's not them. It's us. Because we refuse to be that kind of vulnerable. We refuse to believe that there could be aliens with advanced technology that wouldn't mean us harm. And that there's nothing we can do about it. We need to improve our weapons. We need to get stronger. We need to do this, that, and the other for the purposes of war. We'll call it defense, but we really mean war. Here's the problem. If there is an alien race advanced enough to actually make it over to us, that would mean they've already done their reconnaissance about us as human beings. Because there's no way an outsider could see everything that's happened here. An outsider, like someone that's not Earth but understands the Earth ways and say, you know what, it'd be a great idea to meet them. No way. No way. Like without any sort of precaution or preparation. So even if they're peaceful, if they're that advanced and they make contact with us, they, they, they put themselves out there to make contact with us and still go through with it. And that means we are, we signed up for our destruction because at some point, one of these world governments are going to say, we need to subjugate them. Not the whole race, just the people that came here. We need to go ahead and figure out some things about them. And the moment that gets back to, forget the mothership, the moment that it gets back to <laughs> the, the, the away team, the real home team, well, if they're that advanced, then they certainly have weapons. And if they have weapons... The, you've always you've generally been able to win when you have the better weapons and since they have the better weapons what would stop them from defending themselves and by defending yourself you mean hey let's get rid of the aggressors let's wipe them out let's let's wipe out what they have let's wipe them out let's kill them because they tried to kill us. Look what they did to, to what we sent to them. They're not a group that can be reasoned with. They're savage in their intentions. What if another group ran into them that wasn't us? And didn't have the capabilities that we have? Didn't have the abilities that we have? Would they have just wiped them out without a thought? Look at what they've done to each other and themselves. Nope. 
They're far too dangerous. We must get rid of them. And the crazy part is, they will be right. See, because as humans and as people who have been, at the very least, at the top of the quote-unquote food chain, but the top of the existence chain here on Earth, for as long as we've been a thing, we're very self-centered. If you think about it, there's no human being that's good for the environment. Every single human being is bad for the environment. It's just different levels of bad. We're the one thing in the ecosystem where if we didn't exist, the ecosystem would more than flourish and everything within it. But we're the one group on this planet that's diametrically opposed to the ecosystem. And the more that we procreate, et cetera, et cetera, it's going to be the worst for the ecosystem until there's some sort of balance found, some sort of equilibrium. So even when we meet different alien species and everything, we'll still be self-centered because that's who we are in our core. Human beings are selfish. We see ourselves as the center of things. We see ourselves as a lead singer or the lead guitarist. We probably aren't even the drummer. We're probably not even the roadie. We're probably an audience member in the nosebleeds, really. And if there was such a thing as a galactic federation that exists or anything like that, we always see ourselves as the ones in charge of it, at the center of it. We're most likely going to be an audience member. And not only an audience member, but an audience member who doesn't make that big a difference. Realistically. Because if there are other aliens, and they are far more advanced, and they are more evolved, etc., etc., it's, think about, think about us. Think about who is at the center of things here. Species-wise, we are. We don't take other species' ideas or anything. They can't even speak our language. They can't even speak. So what's to say our capability to that superior alien race isn't a bigger gap than us in the next closest intelligent species on this planet? Which some say is dolphins. What if the gap between us and dolphins, or some say primates, whatever you have it. But us in that next intelligent species is a smaller gap than us in that alien species. Then anything we do would seem barbaric to them. And just like, hey, we might be smarter than bears and gorillas and lions, but they can maul us. So we might even be physically stronger than them. But if they're more intelligent and have better weapons and also know anything about us, then we better watch out because they're already prepared. They're already prepared. And for some reason, we always think, oh, we'll be able to mount a resistance. I'm here to tell you, not yet. If, if, if we were to see them anytime soon, not yet. We're not there. Because again, for them to have conquered tr space travel enough to make it over to us with such a large and expansive, for them to know that we're here and also make it over to us. Because again, it's not like we've discovered a lot of other life on these other planets yet or anything. If they were able to do all of that, then that means, oh baby, 
they can they 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 definitely would be able to to uh body the verse so to speak they would solo us they would they would win they would win oh because we got home turf guess what we have technology that can blow your planet up instead of saying instead of some some alien taking mercy on us and saying no don't do that or or somehow us sneaking onto their ship and like we've seen in so many movies no they might just say let's not let them in on anything that we're doing and just kill them and why because we brought them peace and they said we don't want peace we want problems always so unlike mr hawking the great mr hawking i don't at all think aliens are the problem i think we're the problem with aliens i think we'd be the problem and the unfortunate part is even though 95% of us wouldn't be the problem because we wouldn't be the ones interacting with aliens, we wouldn't, 95% of us wouldn't be the problem. It's that very small percentage who has the ability to be the problem that would be the problem. And for them, they might not say, oh, some of you are good. They might just say, hey, all of you got to go. Why? Because you did this. And then you explain to them, well, we we didn't do that. They did that. They're going to say, are you not all human? Like, yeah, but it's different. Well, then why didn't you try to stop them? Well, because we don't have the ability to. There's more of y'all. Well, yeah, but that's not how it works. Hmm. No, I'm, I'm, I'm going to wipe you all out. And that's based off of the logic that we have. They might see things totally different. But guess what? I'm not inquisitive and curious enough to find out. I'm not. I'm not. But I know some of us are. Enough of us are that we just could not help meeting aliens. And if we meet them, we could not help experimenting on them. And that is where the problem lies. Because we can't help ourselves. We could never help ourselves, and we're just getting less and less able to help ourselves as time goes on. So I'm going to bring this back, or bring this around to the recent UFO sightings that we have had. We've had UFO sightings, um, certain government agencies are letting some information out there a little bit, letting us know that these are things. For all of our sake, for my sake and yours, we better hope that these ufos are terrestrial in nature and not extra because if they're extra that means they're here they've been watching they've been observing and oh boy they probably don't like what they've seen and none of that would be good for us. So to sum up my feelings about this whole thing, I'm going to leave you with a joke. What do you get when you cross a woodpecker and a lion? I don't know, but if it knocks, don't answer it. And thus ends another episode of the Is Told by Reese podcast. I, was, I really like this one. But just, I want to know what your thoughts. What do you think about aliens? What do you think about life out there? What do you think about extraterrestrials? 
And what do you think we would do if we met them? I think total annihilation, but it's our fault. What do you think? Because come on, you got to admit, you got to admit, you got to admit that's what they would do. Come on, in your heart of hearts, you know it. Speaking of hearts, though, uh, I love you for the fact that you listened to this. And if you really stayed around to listen to this part, I really appreciate you because you you knew that was over and you're still listening to this part. So so you really like me rambling on about stuff because I do like to ramble. That's why I have a podcast. I also have a this and a that and the other. But as far as the podcast episodes go, I'm going to get them up at least weekly because actually this one you're listening to right now is being recorded a day after I released my last one. I'm going to try to hold on a week before posting this, but I probably won't. But I'm going to get a few more in the books before I post them. Some are going to be hits. Some are going to be misses. I know what you're thinking. Hey, Reese, they're actually all misses. They're all misses. You'd be talking about lyrics to songs and ice cream men and aliens and then how bad your job is. And uh, yeah, yeah. We talk about all of that and some more. And I'm glad you listen. I'm glad you listen. And if you listen, because I'm ranked in the top one million of podcasts. I'm sure there's a million out there. <laughs> oh, man. <laughs> anyway, I was actually supposed to go to the movies. But my mind was like, this is your thought. Like, this is, you have this thought. You've had this thought for a while. Um, but like you lose energy on it. So I had the energy on it. And so I had to go for it. And I, I'm sure you can relate. Sometimes you just have that energy right at that moment to do that thing. And it's, that's that's what you just focus on. You are laser focused on that thing. And that's what happened to me here. Hopefully that was a good thing. And you're happy that you listened to this because like we said, there may be coincidences but there are no coincidences as far as you coming to this channel. You were meant to listen to this. And I was meant to speak to you. But I'm also meant to wrap it up. So, thanks for visiting my little slice of the universe. My little corner. I appreciate it. Next time, I'm going to have some... Well, it's summer right now, so I'm going to have something nice and cold for you to drink. Even though space is cold. But it's warm in my, my area of space. Until then, I'll see you next time. Bye now.